0: I am Neil, I'm Veronica. We fell in love when we were 16 and here we are talking about what life is all about for us. Thank you for joining us.
1: This is a life is podcast with Neil and Veronica. Hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of life is with Neil and Veronica. And so we want to take the opportunity to chat today about a topic that I don't think gets a lot of attention, at least I haven't heard it, and it came came up in conversation over the last uh, week or so between Veronica and I, and it's about life is changing the precedent. And so you might've heard, you know, you have to set the precedent or, you know, you've already set the precedent, right? Where people talk about what you've set as a standard, maybe what you've done in the past, and really, it just sort of gets assumed that that's just the way it has to be. Or, you know, maybe it's been told that, well, you've already set that precedent. But in reality, we all have the ability to change our minds. We all have the ability to grow and to move on from where we have been or what we have been doing. And that gives you the permission, gives us the permission as individuals, um, as Uh, um, a relationship, whatever it may be, to change that precedent based off of what we have learned, what we have grown into, and maybe what the other person has learned and grown into. And maybe it's just time for that season of your relationship to move into a different direction. So we really wanted to give this some attention because like I just mentioned, I haven't really heard a lot about this per se, where you're allowing yourself or giving yourself the permission to change The precedent. So, Veronica, I know that you had initially talked to me about this. So, I'd love to hear where your thought process is when we talk about this.
0: I love everything you just had to say. I really honestly feel like we could just end it there, make it a really punchy two minutes. And when people are used to listening to us for like 35 minutes now, I think we're averaging. I really feel like that summed it up really, really well. And it's because I feel like, honestly, in our conversations, In this podcast specifically, we like to challenge like the norms in a sense, or we like to challenge like the sayings or, you know, the standards that some people set because often I feel like in our relationship as individuals within our family, um, we don't really just follow the flow or follow the standard. And we often like to set our own because it's what's right for us. And so there is something about the whole term about setting the precedent. You hear it so much, right? And, you know, first impressions, they do matter to a certain extent, but honestly, I feel like I'm here to say today, so what? So what if you did something a certain way once? So what if you did it twice or three times? I mean, you can change whatever it is if you want to make that change now, today, an hour from now, whatever that is, like you're not pegged into a hole unless you kind of do that to yourself for, you know, whatever that might be. Like, I feel like it's so easy again to kind of fall into the like, oh, I'm so used to doing it that way. Or, or it's honestly like, it's flipping that dialogue a little bit again into, you know, worrying about what other people think. And, you know, I think a lot of it comes from, like, I mean, for me, for us, like we've been together since we were 16. Right. And especially during adolescence, there's a lot in terms of, uh, I don't know, like roles or labels or, you know, whatever, but so what, like, you grow a year older as well. I mean, it's hard when you're in that situation and when you're in that moment, when you're in that thinking, I think that can be applied to any age that we're in, any day that we're in. But I just feel like, honestly, like for those of you watching, I feel like I'm rolling my eyes and I'm like, so what? Don't let someone else or like the thought of someone else's opinion of you make that your precedent that you have to live up to, you can change at any time. And I feel like, honestly, that's just who we are as like humans, as in a relationship, things are always evolving. Things are always changing. I don't think it's realistic to even like stay static, right? So that's, I feel like I'm done on to you. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, like I just, that whole term of setting the precedent, I feel like I'm here to say, like, let's challenge that.
1: Yeah, it it was a great uh, eye-opening, like, thing that you said when, you know, it came from a few conversations that you were having with people. And it really opened my eyes to thinking about that because it really is part of an evolution, whether it's personal, uh, whether it's a career evolution, whatever it is, like, you know, I know that for me personally, I've had careers where I've managed people and managed teams, right? And you always hear from those leaders, let's say, where, okay, well, you've you've set the precedent, so what are you doing to, you know, hold that up or whatever it is? And I always felt scared to maybe challenge that I wanted to change the precedent, that, you know, I didn't you know want to continue in the way that i was going or that i didn't agree with something and it really comes from a culture uh, i think anyways of like being resistant to change being scared of change being um you know turning um away from well i haven't done that in the past so i can't do it in the future right it's all that old mindset that maybe we grew up around Um, to make us feel that, well, we've already said that, so we can't do anything about it. Like, it's like almost like set in stone, but it's totally the opposite. So I think that it's part of a mental evolution, a mindset shift, whatever you want to call it, that now we have, you know, brought this up, that really when you see yourself in these situations now, when you are maybe falling into old habits or you see something that you're like, I don't agree with what I'm doing anymore. Or that doesn't feel like who I am anymore. Uh, and it's okay if you have maybe hesitation to make that conversation or make that actual behavioral change at first because it's not gonna be easy. But now you know, or maybe now you've heard it and it pops up in your head. You're like, you know what? I can change this precedent now. I can, make it to what i want it to be and start to feel more comfortable doing what i feel is right or going against what i don't agree with and having that conversation with another person another team member whoever it is to sort of say hey i know that maybe we've done this way in the past right and i'll maybe circle back towards working in a team atmosphere or a team atmosphere or customer service aspect which was what i've done Okay, yeah, yeah, I I acknowledge that we've done A in the past. But you know what, in my perspective, I think B and C are a much better way to go. So, what do you think? Like, and just being open and honest about it because the the worst thing you can do is to continue forward with the precedent that had been set and not bring up what you think can be done better or differently or have a conversation about what the other person thinks. Cause maybe they're thinking the same thing. Maybe that person is scared to just sort of change the precedent from their end. And you're both just continuing on to not have that conversation, avoid conflict, whatever it is and, and really to make the situation better. So I think that it's a very, Different type of conversation that we're having in this one, because, again, it's not really challenged. It's not really talked about from my point of view. And it's an important thing to start to think about.
0: I think that's huge. And that's a really big aspect is communication. I think a lot of people even ask me that in terms of like our relationship, like you and I together. And I think that's one thing that is a strength in our relationship is our communication Because I've always been of the mindset, like, if something doesn't feel right to me, I'm naming it. I just do. Because I think you deserve the right to know, right? Like, it's a different conversation if you know something and then, you know, we don't work together towards whatever that might be. But I think it's really unfair if something doesn't feel right to me anymore, or I would like to change something, or I am changing that precedent, right? Like, we've gone through a ton of seasons together in our relationship. We've grown a lot together. Like, if you think about being together, I mean, meeting when we were four, 14, maybe, and like officially, you know, starting to date when we were 16. Like, that's a lot of life transitions and big milestones and growth and. You know, just even evolving, like as individuals that we've gone through. And I think communication is huge. And I know you touched on it in like a work environment. I think it's so important in friendships because, you know, whatever that relationship is, whether it's professional, whether it's personal, you know, people might get used to you doing things a certain way. But I also think, in terms of like that whole setting the precedent, like how much of it is honestly an illusion? Like, how much of it is their actual you know, truth, or like you said, like it's kind of set in stone, are we going under the assumption that, you know, we've set some sort of precedent in terms of someone else's perspective or opinion on something where we even haven't, where we haven't even had the conversation about that. We just assume like, oh, I've done it this way. They must have noticed that I've done it this way. Therefore I need to keep going in this way. And that's the thing is that like when something comes up, like, I really think it's common courtesy. Like, if it doesn't feel right, if you want to change something. For me, it's all about communication.
1: And I'm thinking, too, is that when we've had conversations on previous episodes about, you know, understanding where people have come come from in a situation, right? Knowing that pe- every person has a story, every person has a history, and that has determined who they are in the moment and maybe how they're reacting to it or how they are developing their reactions or um, emotions in a situation so i really wonder now like for me anyways and depending where i was in my season of life and season of my journey when i set that precedent i could have been not even what i truly wanted to set maybe i was scared maybe i was coming from a place of you know, wanting to fit in whatever that was, right? Where when I truly am in a state of like understanding who I am, I've worked on myself, maybe I'm coming from a stronger place of who I want to be. I'm able to maybe set the right precedent from the beginning. But now knowing that I can also just change it. Or you hearing that you can change it because maybe where you have come from, you initially set a precedent that now, or even in the beginning, wasn't the one you wanted to set because of something that maybe had made you feel a certain way in a certain situation. Because we're going into different factors of like, you know, who is surrounding me? Is it a supportive team? Do I have a supportive coach, manager, leader, whatever it may be, to make me feel truly who I am when I'm setting that precedent. So it really has a lot of different factors to it, and it sometimes takes months, weeks, even in some cases years, to be able to realize that, you know what, when this happened, when I initially have done something, I really didn't want to do it that way, and now I want to change it. And knowing that that is okay, And there's a lot of times, too, where, you know, we've told the kids it's okay to change your mind. Right. And and I don't think that it's gone as far as saying, like, hey, if you've done something, you know, 20 times. Right. And we obviously haven't brought up the term setting a precedent, but I'm sure it'll come up. But we've talked to them about, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay if your brother has changed his mind about sharing that. It's okay if your sister has changed their mind about wanting to play with you, whatever it is, right? That is, in a sense, setting a precedent in a child form. Well, they were playing with me, and now they don't want to. They set the precedent of, like, we were going to play together, and now they don't want to. It's never naming it like that for a kid, but that's exactly what it is. It's letting them know that, hey, yes, they did want to, but now they've changed their mind. And so, like, they've gone and they've told you that, or maybe they haven't done it in the best way possible. But knowing that at such a young age, I think, is really part of what we're talking about here because they're going to be able to know that, A, somebody else may change the precedent on them and that's okay. But most importantly, that they can also have permission to say, you know what? Actually, I've changed my mind. I've, you know, maybe I didn't say it in the beginning or maybe I've come to realize something different right now. So I'm telling you, this is why I've changed my mind. And just knowing that if they respect you, if they understand the relationship, they're going to be okay with that.
0: Yeah. I think it's something that
1: like all of that,
0: I love hearing all of that, like hearing the reflection of like how we parent and, you know, the messages that we try to portray to the kids. And sometimes it's almost like coaching ourselves through it too. Right. Because we were raised differently and we are changing the precedent that was set with us and we can do that. And I think something that's really important that you touched on too, that I want to build on is when you set the precedent, like there's a reason usually of, of why. And like you mentioned, sometimes when you do set the precedent, it's not always great. Um, maybe it wasn't your ideal and there's reasons for that, but sometimes you do set a precedent for a certain reason that was serving you that was working at the time and circumstances can change. Variables can change. Your mind can change anything, all of that. And I think that's something that you touched on too, is just like, it was right at the time, but time changes, we change and we evolve. And so we should give ourselves that permission at any time that that precedent is no longer working, that you can go ahead and change that. And I love that. I mean, it's not always ideal, right? It doesn't always work with the kids. (laughs) And that's a whole learning curve too, is for them to understand like someone else can change their mind with me, but that's making, you know, me learn that I can change my mind too. And I know that we've named that a lot ever since they were really young, right? Like, oh my goodness. And I know our youngest is still going through a lot of that. And again, it doesn't really matter the age. It happens a lot with our oldest and, you know, like the, like, I think even yesterday it was like, you know, we bought three different cereals and it was like, I want this cereal. I don't want milk. Yes, I do want milk. And you know what I love hearing though, is them vocalizing and saying, I changed my mind. I want the milk. (laughs) Right. And so in life, if you have changed your mind and you want a different spoon or you want the milk, like go get it or do it or whatever that is. And like you said, the people that are surrounding you, they will respect that. And I think something that's so neat is that like, you know, when we're finding this new community, when we're finding new relationships and friendships and you're establishing norms. And I think to that, you are setting a precedent in how you communicate or how you react or, you know, but again, situations can be so variable. It could be a whole bunch of different setting events on one day, You can kind of act a certain way, you know, in another isolated moment, it can be really different and it can be different circumstances where you react in different ways. And I finally felt comfortable in a certain, to a certain extent in having those conversations with new friendships and being like, feel free, like, please tell me if something is bothering you. Like, I hope that you can feel that comfort to tell me if something is bothering you If there's something that doesn't work well, you know, like, and like you said, we all grow up in different ways. There are certain things that can be super triggering for us that, you know, might not be meaningful for us, might be meaningful for you. And so I think just being open and having that conversation just shows a really respectful relationship.
1: Okay. What? (laughs) Neil's making a face. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to like talk about, precedence that we've gone through in our relationship because one thing you just talked about is like growing up and like having the differences of like what like growing up okay so when it comes to our relationship you'll see a lot of things maybe floating out on social media about like you know in partnerships one person always holds on to things and one person always throws them out okay that's just you know the law of a relationship or a partnership or a marriage. I am the one that likes to throw things out. Veronica is the one who likes to hold on to things. And the one thing that she likes to hold on to, let's say, um, is flyers or receipts or, you know, insert things here that we have. Okay. It's not everything. She's not a hoarder. Okay. I'm not going to go that far, but she does like to hold on to things until she's done with them. I just want to get rid of it. Okay. It's just too much. Don't need it.
0: Don't you didn't even it. want to receive it to begin with. I no, feel
1: like. It's like, I didn't know. I didn't ask for it. So, like, I don't need to sell my house, so I don't want your 17 real estate flyers in my mailbox, okay? If I want something from Home Depot, I will find it on the Home Depot website. I don't need a Home Depot flyer every week, okay? But, okay, we've, I, sorry, I have come to learn the precedent that Veronica likes is that she would like me to hold on to them so that she has time to see them. And then we can throw them out. So my precedent had to change in certain aspects where when those things came in, because I would just take them and then she's like, why are these in the recycling already? I didn't even know we had these. So, you know, we've had this conversation. The precedent has been changed for myself because of the way I've grown up, the way you've grown up is different. So when you mentioned that, um, it made me think of that funny story. Um, It's still something that happens where I'm just like, You know, we don't need a coupon to the Marble Slab Creamery in this coupon book. So, you know, it is what it is. But Veronica, (laughs) it has been said, I do understand that you would like to see it and then we can let it go.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was laughing so hard. It was a good thing I was muted during that moment when you're talking about that, that I feel like. But and that also like it kind of came down to communication, too. And like, I feel like I need to take a picture of this, but honestly, like we have drywall in our garage and there is the black bin that papers go in (laughs) and I literally took a marker and drew like a flow chart by the black bin as a reminder that pretty please. I really love, I would really love to look at flyers. And again, like part of that is like you said it's the way that i grew up honestly because i have fond memories of sitting at the table on the weekends when we got flyers and flipping through flyers with my dad over breakfast because my parents worked so much to give us like all the things and you know to make a life that that was like precious time that i got with him that was really few and Far between. I don't know if that's the proper term or not. But, anyways, all to say, like, I've really fond memories of that. And so I really love flipping through flyers. I love, like, pictures in the flyers. I love deals. I love coupons, whether I'm going to use it or not. I'm like, ooh, shingles. Like, what do you think about this flyer? And he was like, can we please just throw it out? And yeah, the same thing about receipts. Like, I love keeping receipts because. I can be an impulse shopper. So I would like to hold on to that policy in paper form that I can maybe go return that item that I probably didn't need. If you would have seen our stories the other day, I was doing some closet cleanup. We have so many shoes. I don't even know. And I'm not a shoe person. Like I honestly,
1: I'm not not really like a
0: self-confessed shoe person. I really yeah, there are kids shoes. But you know, when I say that out loud, like I really don't understand how the kids accumulated so many shoes, but we were doing a closet cleanup and I don't even know where I was going with this story. Probably just about like impulse shopping and that I need to, you know, have that, the policy of the paper to be able to return the thing. Should I no longer want it and realize that I no longer need it? And so often like the receipts in the garbage and I'm like, I really don't want to go fishing through the garbage for that receipt to bring back the thing. But anyways, it's a lesson learned about like, don't even buy the thing, which is a whole other topic that like the warm weather came and I was like, get rid of everything. I just, I want nothing in this house anymore. And there's the thing, right? Change the precedent, like birthday parties, Loot bags. Neil's like, you know, Neil and I, we were kind of joke sometimes. And uh, we were like, if we ever go on one of those, like a marriage quiz shows, the answer to the pet peeve for Neil would be loot bags.
1: <laughs> 100%. 100%. I was like, and I, I couldn't even think of something at the time because you had said something and, um, I'm like, what would be mine again? Because I'm like, I really don't know, like what my. And then you said loop eggs, and I'm like, yeah, 100%. You're right, that is my biggest pet peeve. I don't like loop eggs. I feel like, you know, the fact that you entertained our children, the fact that you fed them food and sugar, and included them in a celebration of their friend's birthday is all the thanks and time they need. You don't need to give them anything extra because most of the time, I either step on it or I find it under a bed, and I'm just like, how oh, where did this come from? But The The people that give them out didn't set the precedent. I don't know who did. I don't know when, where, or why that precedent was set. But I'm Uh hoping to change that precedent.
0: I got Neil on his rant about Lou
1: again.
0: (laughs) But I think also, maybe, I don't know if it's necessarily synonymous, but in terms of changing the precedent that you might have set, with the term of setting the precedent, it's that you can change your yes to a no. You can change your no to a yes and go ahead and change your precedent, whatever that is. And there might be multiple. And I just find it so interesting that we get in these like sayings and then we get into like this like narrative in our minds and this dialogue of holding ourselves back or like holding ourselves back from change or boundaries or things that no longer serve us, that we feel like we have to continue on with. And so I really felt strongly about having a conversation about, you know what? No. So often we hear setting the precedent and now it's that life is about changing the precedent. So go ahead, change the precedent.
1: Yeah. I think one other precedent that is like, you know, we've talked about too, is like, it can be two things or more than one thing. It can be and, right? It doesn't have to be or, like the precedent is always like, well, it has to be, you know, like we said, all or nothing or A or B, when it can obviously be A and B, right? So, um, you know, there's multiple things that we've mentioned in previous episodes as a precedent that, you know, we didn't outright call it changing the precedent, but it also follows suit with this conversation. So no, I'm really glad that we landed on this conversation that we landed on this topic. uh, And I'm glad that we had some funny stories to land on it. So yes, Veronica has of course, one more final thought before we wrap up today's episode. So Veronica, (laughs) I'd love to hear from you.
0: Well, I was just thinking like, oh, I really missed having these formal conversations together. Things were really busy. You know, our oldest, her daughter, her, not her daughter. Oh my gosh. Anyways, our daughter's cheer season was really busy. If that's any indication, I can't even speak. I feel like I am just figuring out my energy all over again. But that's the thing is that even with this podcast, we kind of changed the precedent in a sense, right? Like we gave ourselves permission to be more organic with our conversations. At the beginning, you know, Neil was very much like, I think we should record twice a week. And I think that we should release on Tuesdays and Fridays, I think is our schedule. I don't even know. I just show up to the conversations and away we go. And Neil publishes them (laughs) and does his thing. But it's so interesting that we had this conversation because this is exactly what's happened with the podcast in a sense. So for those of you still tuning in, thank you very much. If you did notice that our schedule has changed thank you for noticing and being loyal lifers. I love alliterations, PS, random fact about me, loyal lifers. But, you know, we've changed that precedent. And it's not to say that we won't go back to Tuesday and Friday or, you know, whatever that might be, or maybe we'll end up recording three times in one week because we just feel so strongly about releasing something or having a conversation. But the past few weeks, we've taken a bit of a break, because of different life circumstances and things like that. And so it's almost like a topic within a topic with, you know, a case in point case and point of the podcast itself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, we're coming to you on Tuesdays once a week. Um, And like Veronica said, if we have strong opinions, which we uh, usually do, we'll bring them to you as needed, but yes, we try to come to you once a week um with different things about how we feel about life different things that we've seen heard and feel Uh, and really we're just trying to share stories from you know our perspective uh like we have always said about what life is so um thank you for allowing us to share these stories. Thank you for your feedback on these stories. Um, And we look forward to many, many more as the year and season evolves and moves on. Um, We are in full force of spring right now as we talk. Um, Some days are warm, some days are cold. Um, But yes, we did have one week where we decided to allow ourselves to just enjoy the end of the cheer season Um, And now we can uh, move into our next phase of uh, where we're at. So thank you again, as always. um, And just remember that life is more beautiful with all of you. And we look forward to speaking with you again next time.